Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Build Muscle and Burn Fat podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and today I want to share with you a story. This story actually comes back to early in my career when I was a personal trainer, and I'd always wonder why people would only train for short amounts of time. Now, we can't blame them, because when you look into gyms, the first thing that you ever see is some sort of challenge that's happening. Welcome to our eight week challenge, our 12 week fat loss challenge. And these are the problems that come across to people who can't sustain health and fitness lifestyles. So I've come across multiple thousands and thousands of people through challenges I've had to run in the gyms that I've worked in. And although I has had fun as a coach, there's so many problems that arise from this. And I'm gonna share with you the three problems that actually arise of it But I also don't want to be a pessimist and be negative. I also want to share with you how you can start to do challenges correctly because there is a right way and a wrong way to do these things. And I want to make sure that if you are going to be doing any of these challenges, you're going to be doing them correctly because I want you to have long-term success. Now, I've actually done this for the third time, this podcast, because I just can't seem to get my words right. On this third time, I said to myself, you know what? I'm gonna write a script and some dot points. I'm no longer gonna just try and be comfortable with it. Today's just not that day. And I get them sometimes. So bear with me if I'm looking down, if you're watching this on a video podcast, just because I'm gonna make sure I'm succinct with the points that I have to help you guys out there. So the first thing is I want to start off with a fact that did you know most people who end up doing diets and yo-yo diets, I guess you would classify the, um, the challenges as, they actually end up rebounding and gaining more weight than usual. Now, when we have to look into the definition of things like diets, this is gonna be very extreme ones where you label them. And the reason why we can name them is because there's so many of them out there marketed towards specific people and specific lifestyles, but they don't actually teach sustainability. So, now I want to go through the three reasons why these, these challenges don't seem to actually help people. Now if they happen to tick these three boxes, probably run away or make sure internally you are trying to change something out of it. So as a human being, first of all, we need to understand we're physiological as well as this emotional person. Okay, We're an organism that has two components, not just the physical bones and skin and muscles, but we have this thing that we cannot quite measure, which is our behavior, our brain, and our emotions. And this is why it's so important when you're addressing things like fat loss, but not just robots and A plus B and C comes out. We have to take into consideration of so many things. And this is why challenges can sometimes be negative when we don't address the fact that we're looking at our habits and our lifestyle. Now, I'm gonna dive deeper into this When I've had people come across to me, they want to do 12 weeks, and I've been guilty as a coach for doing this, where we focus on drinking water, we focus on getting your steps, we focus on getting some training, and the goal is always to make sure we establish these long-term habits for the rest of your life, essentially. I don't think it's unrealistic to hit 7,000 steps and eat three meals, have a five-minute mobility session, and then trying to get at least three training sessions per week. I don't think that's unrealistic, but I have been guilty of a coach trying to do this to establish long-term habits, 
get them to post it and tag me in it. And at the end of those 12 weeks, you know what happens? Everyone stops posting. And the reason why is because we had rewards at the end of it. And internally, people need to understand that these small little actions that they're doing actually lead to a bigger result. But some people didn't want to really address that. They just wanted to win, so to speak. So unless you internally want to change, unless you internally want to be happier, healthier, and not have to go back to your previous lifestyle, there's no point in doing a 12-week challenge. You need to want to actually change. You need to actually want to be healthier. You need to actually want to change the person that you are to be coming and getting closer to the person you want to become. And it doesn't happen at the 12-week challenge. You're like, oh, I can't wait to go back on a bender, or I can't wait to you know, stuff myself up with all this food, when really you need to be able to change your lifestyle, your mindset, and how you approach food as well, or even anything along that matter, because it's not always food. It could be cigarettes, it could be alcohol, it could be the fact of how you just approach exercise. And funny enough, actually, I didn't plan to share this story, but I used to train people who work in the, I guess you could say, psychological uh, fields, and they would always think that exercise was a punishment. And I would always train a lot of people as a personal trainer as well, and people would always be like, oh, he's giving me more weight, what a punishment. It's like, no, we're not here to punish you. That's not what we do. We're here to give you something that you're capable of doing or making you realize that you can do something. And my language towards my clients is always gonna be careful when I used to train them face to face is, hey, I think you can do this and rest when you need to and push when you can. But people always perceive something else instead. So if you think exercise is punishment, trust me, stop exercising, start getting sick, start getting injured, that's definitely more painful. No pain, not all pain is negative, and you do have to go through some of it to grow, but it depends on which path you wanna take. That got very wise. Reason number two why challenges don't seem to work is because people are searching for short-term solutions to fix their long-term problems. So I used to train people, like I said, and I met one guy who did a 12-week challenge. And in that time, he lost upwards of 20 to 25 kilos. Now, in the reward scheme, he actually got something up to like $10,000 he was sharing with me. And this particular person then gained all that weight back, stopped exercising, and then it was two years later after the program, and he actually gained it all up. So when it happens to be things of habits, like we mentioned before, and problems, they go hand in hand. People are very good at having hyper-focused goals for hyper-focused amounts of time. But when it comes to changing it for the rest of their life, that doesn't seem so daunting. So when people go, hey, look, let's concentrate for 12 weeks and we're just gonna really hit it hard. I'm like, great. As soon as it hits day one of week 13, forget it all. We're not doing it anymore. And this is something I also want to talk about because if point A is gonna be this first solution of week 12, getting you to point B past week 13 and to week 13 to say like week 26, point A to point B gets one solution. Point B to point C is another solution and another method. And some people can only muster up the will for one because they pushed all themselves from point A to point B, but point B to point C to be able to learn more, become that 
advanced beginner or even beginner intermediate, that requires a lot more. That requires a lot more failing and learning, but once again also requires a lot of want to be able to go through that because some people aren't capable of that. But if you're listening to this, you're definitely not that person because you're already seeking out resources on how to get better. Now, I touched based on this on the third, on that last one as well, is about the rewards. A lot of these challenges reward you with external gratification from money to prizes, but really what you want to have is the internal validation or internal glory that you get that no one else can give you. You need to be proud of yourself. And I coach people who still struggle with this when we go, hey, look, what's any non-scale win in your week? And we do this in our weekly check-ins when we send people their uh, check-in spreadsheets. And some people cannot think of anything, but they also don't realize that's something that you control. If you have a non-scale win, that means you took control of that. So if you got stronger or learnt more, felt more comfortable in your bench press, you controlled that. No one else. I didn't do it for you. If you were able to food prep more and learn more about cooking and learn more about nutrition, you took that on board. You listened to those resources. You read it up. You searched it up. If you started building better relationships with the teammates that you train with, you took that on board as well. So finding these non-scale wins are going to be so much more important. And sometimes in these 12-week challenges, all they ever really look at is how much muscle mass you gained, which is not a bad thing in the grand scheme of things, but they look at very quantitative things. How much weight did you lose? How much body fat percentage did you lose? How much muscle mass did you gain? How much strength did you gain? And those are all very valuable pieces of information. But making sure that you also internally go, hey, look, I'm actually proud of my goal of being able to train two times a week for 12 weeks because I'm a busy mum or I'm career driven and that's all I can muster up when I'm working night shifts or I'm studying while I'm actually going through this, then that's great, that's consistent. As long as you're able to do it better than what you're doing before those 12 weeks or learning more, getting progress too. And sometimes it's not gonna be quantitative, you're just gonna feel it, you just know. But sometimes you need the data to match it. So that's why we measure everything and we can try and find something out for you. But if you're getting rewarded for, hey look, let's win this amount of money, that can even work so far. And I met another guy actually, he goes, oh, I'm doing this 12 week challenge because the girl that I'm dating couldn't, um, didn't believe that I could get abs in 12 weeks. And all he ever wanted in those 12 weeks was get abs, get abs, get abs. And what happened was he ended up skipping meals, ignoring our nutritional advice. And he definitely did not get abs because he believed that all he needed to do was all the cardio sessions and not do any strength sessions, so he had no muscle mass. And he lost all the muscle mass during his 12-week challenge too, which is very, very interesting. But enough about talking about how you can do challenges wrong and what are wrong with them, because they do have merit and they do have a time and place. But unless your coach tells you this, you need to control it then. And I'm gonna tell you before you jump on any other challenges that you see. The first thing is looking at your goals. Now, for myself, I'm gonna tell you how I do this with each of the people I train. We look at long-term goals and short-term goals and then daily actions. So for example, if you're trying to lose 20 kilos, first of all, physiological things we look into is what's a realistic amount that you should lose. For myself, I would say half a kilo per week on average, so 
20 kilos means 40 weeks and we add some time for any mistakes or anything that may happen like real life. So when we go 45 weeks, if we happen to beat it, we beat it. But I don't want it to go any faster. We don't aim any harder than we need to. Then we start looking at short-term goals. If it's half a kilo per week and we're looking at 25 weeks, in week 12, we probably want to lose at least five to six kilos. That's your short-term goal. Then we start looking at some daily actions. Your daily actions were things like, I'm going to make sure I hit the food that I need to hit. I'll try and get my weekly step average. I'm going to then drink you know, this amount of water. Those are three things. Then you can look at the week in it. I need to make sure I train three times per week or two times per week. Might I add on a side note, you're better off trying to train two times per week for the next year than you are trying to do three times per week for the next 12 weeks and then give up and flunk it and don't get anywhere with it. That's just my side note. And once we've got that down pat, then you can start to think, okay, if I can do this for the rest of my life, then one session missed on week 11 because it was set to be, to be you know, two sessions per week as an attendance. If you start looking at the grand scheme of the rest of your life, that's not so bad, is it? And you start going, if I had one bad workout in week seven, then at least I don't have to make up a session. There's no makeups in life. All you can do really is plug onto the next week or the next day and do the best that you can. There's no makeups. And that's what I want people to go with. Now, unless you have been part of any other skill-based thing in life, and one thing that you realize that if you get further in anything, you start to realize that everything that you do is a skill. Might it be learning a language, learning a new sport, learning a new instrument, learning how to cook, learning how to cook something new. These are all skills. And when you realize that, those people tend to be the ones who do best because then you realize that these skills is the same learning experience, just slightly different. So if you're doing sports and health and fitness, so if you're in sports and you can't you know, chest pass a basketball properly, you keep practicing, you keep practicing, you get better at it. The only difference is now when you're getting into the gym is your muscles get tired. So you can only do so many passes or so many repetitions before you fatigue out. And at first it may be very, very little, then you start to build your capacity. So you don't have to full send it in your first session every single time. You just need to introduce your body into it and then take your time. From there, then you have the rest of your life. So it's going, you know what? I'm going to be really good at this, but I need to see a 1% increase every single day or every single week that I'm training because you have rest days too. Then you start to learn these things. And one of the things I teach people is, especially if you're coming from like a musical background, the exercises you learn are like notes. You press the A button on your piano 200 times and you get better at it. Then you press the B button next to it. You get better at that. So when we start to do exercises, you learn one note, you learn another note that becomes another exercise. You learn your third exercise and that becomes another note. And guess what? With three exercises and three notes, you can start to learn a song. And that song is now your workout. Does it take time? Yes. But we need to forget about, and this is something I'll talk about another time, but we need to get rid of that really stupid culture of understanding that oh, we have to burn calories throughout our workout. This is not the case. If you're just here to keep burning calories in your workout, you'd be sitting on a bike, 
just being miserable with no energy and you have no shape and definition in your body, your strength starts to become imbalanced. If you're jumping, you know, may I forbid, your joints is gonna start getting weak and achy because guess what? Jumping is actually not good for your muscles. You need to actually strengthen them through controlled planes of movement, which is strength training. Time and place for everything might I add, that's for another time, but there you are. Three things why I hate challenges. Your habits are not addressed. Long-term solutions, sorry, long-term problems trying to be solved by short-term solutions. There's rewards at the end of it which are external gratifications which you do not need or want. They're okay to have a prize here, but you need to have the internal validation that you're proud of yourself and your achievement. Then how you can do it correctly. A short-term goal leading to your long-term goal and making sure you can piece that together to daily actions or weekly actions. After that, when you go into a challenge, it's a learning experience. You need to make sure you get in there and learn it. Now, if you want to learn more, might I add, head over to my Facebook group. This is a free Facebook group where I put special promotional videos as well as education and also special promotional sales on anything I might be doing so you don't want to miss out. On the last one, I did a six-week nutrition bootcamp to teach you how to eat food, select foods, and also balance it with your lifestyle so you can still go out, eat foods that you enjoy without the guilt, 